Here is your daily dose of the Ultimate Sales Machine coming to you from the new edition. Visit ultimatesalesmachine.com to get your copy or multiple copies. I am your host, Amanda Holmes, CEO of Chet Holmes International. What you're about to learn has assisted a quarter of a million businesses to generate billions of dollars, working faster, better, smarter. Good day and welcome to your CEO Mastery Conference Call with your host, Chet Holmes. Hello, everybody. So, again, the title of this conference is CEO Mastery. And what I find that makes a difference between the companies that do really well and those that don't is that CEO is committed to mastery at every level of your organization. My personal companies that I run, there's 12 of them. Now, again, as you evolve and change, if you don't evolve, then you de-evolve. They say if you're not growing, you're dying. But in my experience with my own companies, we have a weekly meeting with every single one of them, and the whole focus is improving some aspect of the business. And then we have a meeting with all the department heads to look at synergies, and then there's a couple of the divisions that work really well together, so now we're merging a meeting with them. But the point is that there's all this activity to work on improving the business, not just working in it, because we know you work in it. We know you're working in it all the time, but you've got to stop and work on it. So congratulations to those of you who are joining us today because you're here to work on your business. My question to you is if you look at the BGM, Business Growth Master Series, and I ask you, if I spot quizzed your salespeople today, would every one of them be able to name the seven steps to every sale? Because that's a minimum. That's, remember, the lowest level of learning is memorization. So that's where you start. Does every salesperson at work for you the seven steps to every sale? Could they tell me the six questions they would ask every prospect? Would they know how they create desire, build value? What are the most common objections and what are the five different ways you have for overcoming the various objections? And then how do you close the sale? So, like, you've got that down. That's mastery in your organization. Then the actual sales process in terms of what's the first thing we do? What's the second thing we do? What's the third thing we do? If the client says no, what's the first thing we do? What's the second thing we do? What's the third thing we do? And each one of those levels. So, in our companies, we're set up like that. Every single um, step that is taken by someone has been something that's been expertly planned. That doesn't mean you tell people what to do. It could mean you ask them what to do. But then it becomes a policy, a procedure, a set plan. And the people who are working in those areas every day are the most anxious to solve the problems and create a better company. So again, most of you on this conference are not like a one-person army because this is a CEO mastery conference, which means you're at least a gold plus or platinum member in order to be even allowed on this conference, which means you probably have a pretty good-sized company. So you made the commitment in your coaching to take your business to the next level. And my message to you is what are you doing to achieve mastery? And at the very least, the place to start is with memorization. And, of course, that's where I'm laying out the 10 follow-up steps or the seven steps to every sale or the six steps to time management. And those are just three areas that if you had mastery in your organization, you're going to be better than any competitor you're ever going to come up against. 
because they don't have mastery in their organizations. It's a very, very rare thing that I see any company that's really run well at the level I'm talking about. And again, remember that in addition to all the speaking that I do all over the world and in front of this week, it's crazy. I have four speaking engagements and then next week only two. And and some of these are in front of 2,000 people. Some of these are in front of 600 people. And I always do Q&A and interaction. And when I get done, I have a two-and-a-half-hour standard speech that typically I will give. That's an overview of the philosophies that we teach in the BGM. And at the end, I'll say to the audience, I say, is anybody in here have this kind of precision in their organization? and not one hand will go up. And I'm talking whether I'm with small businesses or large businesses. And yet we have, we as Chetums International, we have that kind of mastery in our companies. Not all of them because some of them are new. Some of them are just developing. But in most of them, it's pretty carved in stone. And the people are extremely well and expertly and regularly in training to improve their skill. And, of course, to innovate. Yesterday, feels like a week ago with how much I did yesterday, but yesterday I sat in on a training session where we were listening to recordings of the salespeople on the telephones with all the other salespeople listening and with their managers listening. And I'm on there and I'm tuning the sales guy up. And he said something backwards of what we normally say, meaning that I know every word these guys are going to say because we've tuned up every word, and then they know we're going to be listening to the conversation. But he said something backwards when he was talking to the prospect. And this guy's been with us a while, so he knows his stuff pretty good. He's very good at what he does. And so he's innovating. And I don't care if they innovate as long as it's an improvement, but in some cases it's not. And anyway, he innovated this one thing, and he said it backwards, and I liked it better. And so we changed that in all the scripts immediately. And, but that's how well-run your organization should be. There should be scripts. And, of course, the best people are going to get off those scripts. And it depends on what you sell. Let's see. We've got Joe Knopp. He's a fellow. I think I hot seated him a couple months ago, and he, was, he sells to farmers. And he's out there selling to farmers, and, and he has no leverage. As I remember, Joe, if you're listening, I don't think you had salespeople, and I think I was encouraging you. You've got to get salespeople, and you've got to get them out into the field, and you've got to get that kind of leverage. But what's the first thing they do? What's the second thing they do? What's the third thing they do? What's the fourth thing they do? Mark Woods is another CEO on these conferences on a regular basis. And Mark, I am going to try and tune up your radio spot today. But Mark has two stores. And with the kind of training that we've done, I wonder, Mark, and feel free to comment on this when I open up your line, how how well you've instilled mastery at the store level. When someone walks in there or when someone calls in there, do you know exactly what your people are saying? Do you know the five questions they ask every single prospect? Do you then know what the process is that they take them through in creating desire and overcoming objections and closing? And has all that mastery been instilled at every level in your company? And then I've got a fellow on here named Andy who owns a weightless weight loss clinic. And Andy, I will get to you too. And one of his competitors is undercutting his price, or all of his competitors are undercutting his prices by half, so I have to ask more questions before I can help you with that. But the point is, are you achieving mastery? 
are you now masters of time management? Because some of you have been in this program for six, seven months, a year. Are you a master of the seven steps to every sale? Do you have your Dream 100 effort fully executing at the expert level on a daily basis? Because those are the things that really make a difference. So I'm going to now start with some of the people who want to have questions answered. And again, I strongly encourage you, you can't even buy my time but if you could, it's $5,000 an hour, and I'm not saying I'm great. I'm just saying that it's supply and demand. As your time gets more and more precious and you have a little or smaller amounts of it, you keep raising your prices, and then you hit a ceiling at a certain point where you know that price levels off. When I started, I used to get $250 an hour, and then you go to $500 an hour, and people still keep paying. And right now I'm at $5,000 an hour, but I'm not even available. You can, if you went to my assistant and tried to buy an hour of my time, you're going to be out to mid-February. So I'm that crazy book solid, and and that just is maybe a testament to the fact that I have over the years with lots of practice and thousands of situations gotten some experiences that enable me to help you maybe profoundly and sometimes in a very short period of time. And sometimes I've just done 10 minutes with a company and just check back a year later and the guy's revolutionized his company based upon the 10 minutes of insights that, you know, and it's just like you and your business, you work in it all the time. So after a while, you get to be quite the expert. So if you we're sitting where I'm sitting all day long and all you did was help businesses grow, you know, you're going to, even a blind squirrel is going to find a nut every now and then. I'm going to go over if there's a Bruce Road. If you're there, let's hit one one time. There you go. Go ahead, Bruce. You there? Hey, Bruce. How you doing, hey, bud? Hey, good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. Yeah, quick question. I know we're short on time here. I had a salesman that wasn't doing his job and I let him go. And uh, now he's out trying to sell the same thing that we're selling and picking up my old accounts. Oh, boy. Yeah. And he's yeah. probably underbidding you, right? And uh, so I'm trying to work on a defense for that. And working. There's nothing like great follow-up. And the thing is, you've got to have a reason that they would not do business with him and keep doing business with you. And I'll give you a great one. But, again, I am not a lawyer. I am not giving you legal advice. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, too, by the way, even if you wouldn't win, a lawyer can scare someone where they'd stop doing that. So even if you wouldn't win, you go to your lawyer and you say, look, I want to send this guy a letter and tell him he better not call on even one of my accounts and that we will pursue to the fullest extent of the law for damages and anti-competitive this and that. Even if you wouldn't win, it doesn't matter. You understand, if he's just a salesman, he might get a letter from your lawyer and go, oh, and stop. And now he'll go sell shoes at the mall or something and get out of your hair. Right, yep. yep I'm, so, and I'm working on that already. So it's worth it just to threaten the crap out of him. We will proceed this to the fullest extent of the law. But in addition to that, what I do is I have twice as much follow-up as normal with your current clients. And and then if you lose somebody to him, you can say to them, have you asked him if he's bonded and insured and licensed? Because there is a case in New York State where somebody who bought something from somebody else, and I'm making up some stuff here, but we had a client that had a lawn care business. And stop me if you know this story. And every year, he, and he got to be really big. Like most lawn care business, two guys in a truck. We all have lawn care people in California. They're all 
solopreneurs or two guys and they come in the truck and but this guy has let's say a thousand clients and 50 guys in trucks and he really built a heck of a business but what happened is every year at the end of the year a couple of those guys who are a little more ambitious would go to their clients and say hey you're paying my boss fifty dollars a month I'll do this for 45 and hey I'm the one doing it anyway so do you want to pay less money and hire me and so the average person goes, sure, yeah, why wouldn't I? Yeah, go ahead, boom. And so every year, he'd lose a couple hundred clients like this. So we, the Empire Research Group, to their credit, they found a case where some guy had fallen on a lawn care guy, had fallen on somebody's lawn, and the state of New York, this is in New York State, went after the owner of the property and made him pay the workers' compensation on that guy because he didn't have his own workers' compensation insurance. So then all he did every year was go to anybody that would leave him and say, I know you're saving $5 a month or $10 or whatever, but have you seen this case where they made this guy pay $58,000 over two years for workers' compensation for this guy? Because and as long as you're insuring him and you have workers' compensation insurance and you have all that stuff, then I think it's fine to save $10 a month. But if you don't, you might want to be with a licensed and bonded company. I don't know how much of that can apply to you, but maybe some aspect of it where you're a real business, you're not just a salesman, you have customer service, you have support, you have what can you say that this guy doesn't have? And I wouldn't bring attention to it. First, I try and stop him legally. And what I, but what I would do is have lots of follow-up. I might even do a survey with clients, like just some reason to touch base. Sure. Oh, hi, this is XYZ Company. Yep. Yeah, and we're calling you because every couple of years we do a survey of offices like yours, and we look for breakthroughs that can be valuable to you. And, in fact, if you just answer five questions for us, We'll give you the results of the survey, which is a $25,000 survey, and some of it will contain insights to help you save money and make your office run more effective. Can you answer five questions in five minutes? And most people will say yes, and when you call it a $25,000 survey, and if you call every one of your clients and you put the time, the man hours, and management, and the database, and all that go into that, you could easily say that in your time and manpower and staff and this and that, but a survey is a great way to get into conversations with all your clients. And if you ask questions that, like, what's the biggest time-saving trick in your company, or what's the biggest way that you have found to reduce costs in the struggling economy. And, and you ask every person five questions, and maybe one or two of them talk about ink cartridges. How sophisticated are you in your knowledge and insight on what's going on in the ink cartridge business? Most people are going to say, not at all. And that's your opportunity, maybe that's your fifth question, to say, okay, and you know that's why it is valuable, because actually we've done this for you, we've done that for you, we've done these things for you, you don't even know it. But we've gone out, we've reduced your costs. We make sure that we're licensed and insured. We make sure that if there's a problem, you get an answer within 24 hours, just so you know. But I'll have the results of the survey soon, and I'll get them back to you, and they're going to be really terrific. But if you have any questions or issues, by the way, around your ink cartridges or anything like that, I just want you to know, my name is Joe, and call me back and call me anytime. But it's a way for you to touch base, get deeper, maybe get some insights that will help you sell more, Pitch yourself strategically right at the end and maybe get some tips and money-saving devices so that when you go back to these guys, you can actually give them a report that helps them save money. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's an excellent idea. All right, good luck with that one. All right, thank you. All right, 
Ladies and gentlemen, I did go over today, which I normally don't have the time, but I'm about to jump on an airplane, so I do have to get out of here. Thank you, and I can't wait to speak to you all next month. Bye. Make sure to get your copy or copies at theultimatesalesmachine.com. There's a lot of special bonuses that you can't get going to Amazon, so make sure you check it out at ultimatesalesmachine.com.